0: Welcome to Soul Cravings with psychotherapist and writer Karen Seeger. In her show Karen talks about how to take care, cope, grow and thrive through difficult times like change, anxiety, loss, death, illness, loneliness and hopelessness. Karen draws on her knowledge as a therapist, her own life experiences and offers support locally and globally and records her shows on her orange houseboat on the River Thames. And now, over to your show host, Karen Seeger.
1: Hello and welcome to today's Soul Cravings. I'm Karen Seeger, a psychotherapist and writer, and today I want to talk with you about how to fake it. If this is your first time, then I hope you will enjoy the show. If you've been here before, thanks for your vote of confidence and for coming back. Faking it. We all do it. I do it, you do it, it's done to us, we do it to others, and we do it to ourselves. Why do we do it? Faking is pretending. Sometimes we pretend for good reason, and at other times we may pretend for not so good reasons, for bad reasons. Faking is a way of manipulation. We manipulate others, We manipulate situations, we manipulate ourselves, and people manipulate us. There are agendas. There is fakeness around us increasingly so. Fake news, fake products, fake flowers, fake feelings, fake body parts, fake you fill the gap. What have you faked? What faking felt good? What faking felt bad? What faking made you feel guilty? When others faked to you, how did it make you feel? Angry? Sad? Faking is also a way of empowering or disempowering. It's about power. Now, let's talk about it in more detail. Let's talk about faking emotions. What do you fake? Well, I can tell you what I fake. I sometimes fake feeling okay. I fake lightness when I feel heavy. I may fake happiness when I'm sad, though I find that quite difficult because I think happiness doesn't come easy to me and some other feelings might not come easy to you. Some faking that I've stopped doing over time is pretending I know when I don't. You may know situations where you've done this and situations where you still do it. Certainly in my younger years, I felt frightened to admit when I didn't know an answer. I thought it was a sign of weakness. Over time, I've changed my mind. I think standing up to the fact that I don't know the answer and willing to look into it where I feel I can I think that's a good thing and I stand by it. It's authentic. Sometimes pretending we know it all is unauthentic and sometimes it's a pure lie for whatever reason it may be. The truth is a strength. Own your truth. What other feelings can we fake? I talked about happiness. What about love? What about being interested in something or somebody? Often faking is used in the context of sex, faking orgasm. And perhaps that's what you thought of when you heard the title of this show. Sometimes we can fake passion, sometimes we can fake togetherness, and others can fake it when they are with us. Now, I talked earlier on about reasons why we might fake and situations where we may feel it is helpful And so it goes in love too. Perhaps sometimes we don't want to disappoint. Sometimes we need to fake to protect ourselves because we are afraid of the consequences. What might happen when we don't live up to others' expectations? There can be quite severe consequences emotionally, physically, psychologically, in so many ways. Faking it can keep us safe. Faking can also be about betrayal. It's a lie. Faking is also about lying. It has happened to me. I've been lied at in my life and it will have happened to you. And perhaps you are the one who does the lying right now. And I put it to you. Have a long hard think about why you do it and of the consequences for you and for the other person. Let's talk about fake goods If you're familiar with my articles, you might have come across one that I wrote a little while ago. I was sent some flowers by my mother. There is a special type of flower which we enjoy in our family, Um, and she chose the colour blue. Um, It was a bouquet, and over time I noticed that the flowers had actually been um, paint sprayed. They had been white. It was shocking It felt really painful to me. It felt something that I really didn't want to have in my home. It's certainly not something that my mother had paid for. I felt betrayed. I don't know under the Trade Description Act in your country or in our country whether this is something that is acceptable. I know there are fake flowers that we can choose to buy, but here we were not given a choice. Fake goods, you may have bought them. I certainly have bought them unknowingly. Sometimes we buy them knowingly because we want to perhaps fake a lifestyle that we cannot afford. We may want to fake looking in a particular way that is not the way that we were born with or something has happened to us and we have to make, let's call it, alterations to our bodies which we think are necessary for us to find happiness and contentment. Again, there are so many reasons why we opt for something that is not natural. And in that way, faking can be about taking care, taking care of ourselves, protecting ourselves, making ourselves feel good. When we fake feelings, we also may want to take care of another person. If I let you into how I really feel, You may not be able to cope, that's what I might think. But then again, faking it doesn't let the other person into our world. And it doesn't give them a chance to get their head around what might really be going on. We don't give them a chance to make up their own minds, whether they can cope or not. And we don't give them a chance to learn how to cope. If I'm really ill, if I'm really bereft, if I feel really depressed, really anxious, and I'm stressing here really, obviously there's a whole spectrum of feelings, but if we feel nobody can really cope with this, nobody will even want to carry me or be by my side, and we pretend everything is okay, well, we create a very lonely space for ourselves. And we may have experience where people started turning the other way or avoiding us when we did let them into our lives. It's difficult, isn't it? Now at this point, let me tell you, I'm faking something right now. I might sound very calm and collected, but I'm quite nervous. You know from the introduction, I'm recording my programmes on my houseboat on the Thames. And the reason why I feel nervous and not calm and collected, as I'm trying to pretend for your sake, is that I have a bunch of geese outside for the last hour shouting their heads off. It's the mating season and today they have chosen to be in my neighbourhood. I've waited for them to go, but they won't. So, while I'm recording, I'm also hearing this shouting of geese, and there's probably a different term to shouting, but I'm trying to be calm, so if you hear any disruption on this recording, it might be the geese that you can hear. (sighs) I feel better now for having told you, and perhaps now I can stop pretending so hard, because... Pretending and faking it takes a lot of energy. It's almost being in a parallel universe. You constantly have to check in with yourself. You constantly have to make sure that your real feelings and your real thoughts do not spill over. That there is no trembling in your voice. That there is no flickering of the eye that can give it away. So before the disruption by the geese, I was talking about how... Faking it or by faking it, we can disempower somebody else, even if it is for good purposes, even if we want to protect them from a reality which might hurt them. Now we can also do this to ourselves, and here I come back to the title of the program How to Fake. Because if you fake feelings or views or opinions, attitudes, to yourself, then you also in a way can disempower yourself. You do not give yourself a chance to really feel what's going on and to make choices about how you want to cope with a difficult situation. In English we talk about stiff upper lip or pulling ourselves together, to man up or to woman up. If English is not your first language, then you can probably think of a lot of other ways that says the same thing. Pull yourself together. Don't show true feelings. Now, again, there may be situations where this is justified, where this is appropriate, where this is helpful to yourself and to others. But here I'm talking about us doing this almost as a default perhaps even unconsciously. It's something that we might have been brought up with. It's something that is modelled to us. It's something that in society, in our family circles, friends, at work, is thought of as a sign of being tough, of being wise. Um, And showing our feelings may be regarded as a sign of weakness, A sign that we are crying out for help, that we are crying out for attention. Now this might all be so. What I'm talking about, how to fake it well, means to make conscious choices. To be in the driving seat of faking it or not. Have a think about it. Do you really need to pretend or do you just do it because you're used to it? Is it time to stop pretending? Is it time to tell somebody that you look through their games, that you know they are faking it and that you wanted to stop? Is it time to walk away from somebody or a situation? Or is it time for you to transition away from faking it? Is it time to start faking in a different way, where you think about whether faking is appropriate, where you think about what faking or not faking may do to you. Because if we fake feelings that we do not have over time, we will become a stranger to ourselves. Again, it might feel like living in a parallel universe, and we might not know ourselves. The risk with this is that I don't think we can carry on like this forever, And if something really bad happens, if a situation gets out of control, if something starts building up over time and explodes like a pressure cooker, we may not be well-placed to cope with it. And then we may really need external support that we don't like. So knowing ourselves and allowing ourselves in on our own feelings especially the difficult ones especially the ones that no one including me wants to have that is crucial that is essential in knowing yourself and knowing how to manage difficult situations so have a think what sort of situations where you might fake or where you are at the receiving end of being faked too Come to mind? Are there some topics that you have been struggling with, or are there some areas where this is quite new? Have a think where you may feel the victim of being pretended to, where you feel manipulated, and have a think where perhaps you are doing the manipulating. Perhaps because you feel the victim, perhaps because you want somebody else to be the victim. Faking well is about understanding the reasons why we may choose to pretend. We need to understand whether it is in our own interest, whether it is harmful to anybody, whether it is something that we could do on a particular situation Telling a white lie, we say, here is another term, telling a white lie, because we want to protect ourselves or somebody else, or or we may want to buy time. We need to think about this, because whatever we do, the consequences will be ours, and with some types of faking, there will be severe consequences for others. Are we really prepared for this? Is this what we want? Another way of summing up the topic of faking is that it is about vulnerability. Do I let somebody in to my vulnerability or do I fake pretend that I'm not vulnerable? Or do I abuse somebody else's vulnerability by pretending faking feelings, thoughts, actions? Have a think about that. Do you understand your own vulnerability? Do you own your own vulnerability? And by that I mean you might not like your vulnerability, but it is important to understand what is yours. If you can understand it, you are in a much better place to protect yourself from the manipulation of others. And it also goes back to gut feeling. We all have a gut feeling, on the occasions in my life where I have been faked to big time, I always had a gut feeling at the outset and I wasn't prepared to listen to it and to act accordingly. So I would encourage you, don't put up a stiff upper lip, don't pull yourself together immediately without thinking about it. Sometimes not pulling ourselves up together and to pretend everything is okay is a lot more helpful. Sometimes we need to do what is called sit with it, sit with the feeling, sit with the worry, because that is the best way of eventually getting some kind of perspective and working out what is best for us. We can't do that when we pretend and fake everything is okay. The only place where that will lead is a dark place and it's difficult to be in a dark place on your own. I hope you enjoyed today's program. I hope it has given you some thoughts about how you cope with your feelings and difficult situations, what you fake, what you don't fake and where you may want to do perhaps a bit less of faking and a bit more of owning your own truth. If you've enjoyed today's show... Then do come back for more next time. Spread the word. You're welcome to send in any ideas that you have for my program. Check out my contact details on my website, KarenSieger.com. For today, I wish you well, and I look forward to welcoming you here again very soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Soul Cravings with your host, Karen Seeger. You can follow Karen on Twitter, at Karen Seeger. Catch up with her articles, videos, and work via her website, KarenSeager.com. That's K A R I N S I E G E R.